This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Rhett Gillins. He's in the restaurant industry and he feels stuck. He wants to start his own software business. So congratulations, Rhett, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now in order to enter and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you subscribed. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, you're going to hear from Ida Tin. She went from motorcycles to a $10 million fertility app with 3 million monthly active users. She's a beast. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. Breathe in, start your jog, or maybe you just buckled up in your car and you're spending another morning with us. You're going to love our guest today. His name is Mark Gunier, and he's the president of Bridge Equity Group, a company specializing in single-family fix and flip projects in Northern California and the acquisition of multifamily assets in growing markets all across the U.S. Mark is also the co-founder of Gagner Toomey Inc., or is it? it's probably actually Gunye Tumor Inc., a manufacturer's rep business that sells electronic components through Northern California. When Mark is not running his businesses, he balances his time and energy, raising a 10-year-old son and pursuing his other passions that include mountain biking, road biking, running, and skiing. Mark, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Let's do this. So first things first, what came first, Bridge Equity Group or uh, Gunye Toomey Associates? It was Gagne Toomey. This was actually a family-run uh, business. Um, my dad retired. I was uh, able to take over the business, and I've been running that since uh, 1999 with a co-partner. Okay, and tell us what it does. Help us understand how you make money. We're a sales organization. We sell electronic components, and basically companies outsource their uh, product sales to our firm to sell their products to OEMs here in the Northern California market. And about, give us a sense of scale. Last month in November, what was the total transaction volume uh, Gunny Atumi Associates processed in terms of the components you sold? Yeah, we saw about anywhere from two to four million dollars in uh, components a month. Uh-huh. Uh, and these sales take place. Uh, uh, two companies' uh, products are shipped uh, not only into our local market, but also to their contract manufacturers over in Asia oftentimes. But that's the total volume that typically we see on a monthly basis. And what margin are you squeezing out of that top line? Oh, uh, we're uh, just a sales organization collecting a commission. So our uh, margins are somewhere in the range of anywhere from 2 to 5%. Okay, got it. Of the 2 to 4 million. Correct. Got it. Okay, cool. So, so if we do that annually, we could call it. You're doing between obviously maybe twenty or maybe twenty five million ish in total volume, and you're keeping five percent of that. Is that accurate? Yeah, somewhere around there. Okay, probably a little bit less. Okay, cool. So that's that business now. Is that your main focus, or are you more focused on Bridge Equity Group? So I've been doing that business for quite some time, and what it's allowed me to do, as I've gotten proficient at it, is to redirect my efforts into other areas. And uh, the main area is real estate, which has become a real passion for me. So the majority of my energy and uh, resources are applied to my real estate businesses. And I'm able to maintain the Ganya Toomey business uh, in, uh, in between uh, my other activities in real estate. 
So back in episode 120, we had Justin and Tara Williams on. You know, they're this cute couple. They've netted over four million bucks in real estate, doing over 150 deals. Again, top tribe, that's episode 120. Mark, I'm curious. It sounds like you might be a, a more of a sophisticated buyer or you're probably doing a larger deal volume. Give us some sense. What metrics are important to you in the bridge equity business? Yeah, actually, uh, the volume is not that large in Northern California. The price points are quite large here. Inventory is very tight, uh, particularly for finding opportunities where margins make sense. So actually, uh, we don't do a huge volume. I do maybe only half a dozen uh, fix and flip deals a year, uh, but uh, there is a decent amount of profit that is made on each one of those. And so um, we're constantly looking for those deals. So tell uh, us but, tell us about the last one you did. What'd you buy it for and, and what'd you put into it and then what'd you sell it for? Yeah, actually I'm selling one right now. So we bought it for, and this was actually a lower price point property, but we bought it for 400 uh, K, uh, put about a hundred K into it and we're selling it for uh, close to 700 K. Well, okay. So you're, what is that netting 200 K? Uh, not after lending costs and uh, other costs. Call it probably, 120. Uh, yeah, probably. But no, probably. Typically, we net somewhere around 100k, give or take, on a lot of our deals. Okay. Uh, more on some of the larger ones. Okay. And you, um, when you you bought it for 400k, I want to talk about how you found the deal in the first place. But first, you said you put 100k into it. What kinds of things are you doing with that 100 grand you put into it? Yeah, well, there were some exterior issues with this property. It was on a hill, so we were dealing with uh, retaining wall. Uh, issues and drainage issues. Typically, we go into the house itself and remodel kitchens, bathrooms. In this case, we added a half bath and we um, changed the location of another bathroom. We're painting, we're replacing floors, we're replacing windows. We're pretty much uh, going in and redoing the whole house um, in almost every aspect. And um, and was this yeah. a three? How many bedrooms? How many baths? Uh, this one we created, it was a three, two and a half. It ended up being, it was bought as a two, two, got two, it. Two. Got it. Okay. So was adding that additional bedroom, uh, and half bath part of why you're able to upset, up, basically sell it for so much more. That's exactly right. And in fact, to get back to, I think your initial question is how we found it. Uh, it was actually found on the MLS, which is that's rare. Yeah, it's, it's, well, uh, most people feel it's difficult to do, but, uh, we are doing that here in the Bay area and we're doing it because we're able to add value just as you, uh, recognize there. So how do you get around zoning? I mean, do you basically look at things listed on the MLS, on the MLS that are not taking full advantage of the zoning laws or the land area ratio or something? No, you know, oftentimes we're actually able to add things like master bathrooms, and other spaces within the existing uh, space. So not too often are we going outside the actual foundation, uh, but we're also speaking of foundation. Some of the ways we're also acquiring deals is uh, properties that have more challenges to them, such as foundation issues. And so uh, those have less competition and we're able to purchase them at the price that makes sense. So you are, you're using MLS to find a deal or two. Where, where else do you look? I imagine you're doing something on a daily basis where you're kind of scouting for deals as part of your daily habit. Well, you know, I've actually uh, outsourced this to both agents, but also wholesalers. So the majority of my deals are found through agents or wholesalers. Uh, I have done other marketing like bandit signs to find deals 
uh, in the past. Those don't work so well any longer. And I'm looking to restart uh, direct mail. Uh, the challenge with direct mail, or I guess the, uh, not the challenge, but what makes direct mail work is being consistent at it. Um, and so we're going to start campaigning uh, here coming up shortly uh, in particular markets on a direct mail basis to try to reach out to sellers directly. So how does that work? What do you do? You get a you get public listings of all the addresses of a certain kind of spec home that you like, and then you send them one per month for a year. Walk us through that process. Yeah, generally, one of the keys to direct mail is finding the right list of people to send to. And so there's, there's all different types of lists you can select from. Uh, and oftentimes it's either non-owner occupied properties, uh, absentee owners are called uh, probate properties. Probates are a really good uh, source of uh, potential leads. What does that mean? Probate? So these are properties where the uh, previous owner has passed away. The property is in probate and there's heirs that are dealing with the estate. And oftentimes they want to just rid themselves of the property and take the cash. So that's where uh, those opportunities uh, come up oftentimes. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And uh, what else? Any other places you're looking? No, really. I, I think, you know, a lot of the fix and flippers here in the Bay Area, they've come to rely on wholesalers and and uh, not so much agents as much as myself. I, I've just happened to find a good team of agents and a broker that are very effective at identifying opportunities. And I've, uh, I've, I've almost partnered with them, so to speak. Uh, we have a system in place where they're finding me deals and, uh, and everybody's making money at it. So it's working out well. Why don't they try and dip into your pocket and find these deals for themselves? You know what? Uh, that's a great question. Actually, they are doing some deals themselves. So, but they, they only have so much bandwidth to do their own deals and uh, they're making pretty good money because they uh, get the sales commission on the buy side. They sell it for me. So they get a commission on the sell side and typically they get bonuses if, uh, uh, well, in almost all cases, they get bonuses from me after we sell. Well, how's the bonus work? You know, it, I don't have a specific um, formula for it. It really is based on how successful the project was. So if it was a bigger project that had a larger net profit, then uh, generally I'm writing them a bigger check. But it, quite frankly, it's subjective. I don't have a specific formula. Okay. To it. Here's the reverse question. What's preventing you from like cutting these guys out of the deal and doing it yourself so you can make extra money, more money? It's just a uh, function of outsourcing it to them. I, I don't have the bandwidth to do it myself. I mean, I, could, I suppose I could hire somebody to do that. Just because a gun you to me and your other responsibilities. Absolutely. Yeah. And the 10 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and just out of curiosity, when you're buying these properties, I mean, it sounds like you bought the one for 400K. Are you put, I mean, are you just buying them with all cash or how are you financing? Yeah. The financing is a combination of hard money loans, private money loans, and then some of my own cash. What's a hard money? What's a hard money loan? So a hard money loan is a professional organization that uh, is lending money to non-owner occupied properties at relatively high interest rates and points. Uh, if you were to compare that to somebody just going out and buying a, a house with a 30 year mortgage, more or less than 7%. Well, in California it's become really competitive. So the rates have come way down, but in general, I would say the interest rates are about in the range of eight to 10% here. In, depending in the hard on the money in hard money. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For hard money, okay. eight to ten percent, uh, and anywhere from you know two to three points. So that's like a carrying cost, right? So the sooner you sell it, the sooner you can just pay off that whole thing, right? You're correct. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Um. So out of curiosity, I'm curious how much you leverage this. How much of your own cash did you put up for the four hundred thousand dollar deal? Yeah. So I'm actually to actually. To, to acquire the property, I'm not putting any cash into it, but uh, I'm putting some of the cash into the rehab budget as well as the, um, as well as the carrying costs. So I'm probably got maybe 10 to 15% of my own money into the total deal. Okay. Okay. And guys at Top Tribe, just to be clear, we're going through a lot of numbers here. I'll link to all this, including Mark's companies in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top one, five, three, again, forward slash the top one, five, three, write that down. Mark, tell me real quick. How did you negotiate again? How did you put no money down on the 400 K? I know you put some in for the hundred K financing, but you got a combination of hard money loans. What else? Private money. So I have personal friends and family that loan me money at, uh, they're making similar interest rates and points. And I use them because they'll go to a higher leverage without wanting any equity on, in the deal. And Do you guarantee like an 8% return to them? Yeah, it's debt. So they, they get uh, whatever uh, is in the promissory note that we agree to. And if you, for whatever reason, don't get it sold or, I mean, who's taking that financial hit? Are you like personally liable for that or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, Has and that ever happened? We're in, and we're in Northern California. Everything gets sold here. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. So you've never, you've never been caught holding something for way longer than you wanted and having to go to your friends and say, guys, um, I'm going to have to take a hit here. So I only once, uh, I didn't have to go to them, but it just took longer to sell. And I ended up losing a little bit of money on the deal myself, but uh, my lenders never lose money. How long did it take to sell it? How many this months? One was a, well, this one probably took about four to five months to sell, which okay. is uh, a crazy amount of time again in this market. Typically, we're putting houses on the market and uh, running two weekends of open houses and accepting offers after that second weekend. And they consistently sell in almost all cases in that kind of time frame. That's unbelievable. So if you bought a place for a call it 500 grand and you're paying 8% interest on that or about 40K, what you're saying is you've really got to sell it in a week or two. Otherwise, if you take that 40K hit for three or four months, you're in the whole 160 grand. No, it's really not that cost because you're assuming that I just held it for a year. That's an annual cost. But uh, in actuality, so those interest rates are annualized. But in, in actuality, our deals are running anywhere from four months on a relatively fast project to can be up to a year, but typically four to six or seven months. Oh, okay. got it. So that's not that's not an eight percent monthly. That's eight percent annually. Correct. Oh, so yeah. you're only maybe in the hole, maybe four, uh, not even that much. A couple k, yeah. a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very cool. Well, Mark, this has been super valuable. We're about to get into my favorite part of the show, but before we do, if people want to connect with you online personally, where can they do that? Sure. So my uh, website is www.bridgeequitygroup.com. That's like the Golden Gate Bridge Equity Group. And my email address is M-G-A-G-N-E-R at bridgeequitygroup.com. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703 431 
703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Top Drive, one of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is Growth Geeks. It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. Okay, Mark, we're about to get into my favorite part of the show. No pressure. You're, you're sitting at the table with the attorneys. You're about to sign the closing documents. Pressure's on. You know what time it is? Uh, it's, uh, I guess, uh, action time. I don't know. What time is it? <laughs> there you go. A little bit of bullshitting there. That's good. All right, Mark, it's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Fantastic. Go. Right, number, number one, what's your favorite business book? So uh, I guess it would be the book that inspired me to get into real estate investing, which is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, everybody's, I guess, inspiration in this business, it seems like. Yep. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Um, so I am part of a accountability group and um, there's uh, lots of CEOs in that group, mostly smaller companies, but I'm reading a book from one, his name is Rock Thomas book is the power of your identity and so i really like this guy i've heard him speak just recently great guy small company but uh, he is ceo of his company great and again guys we'll link to all these in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top one five three mark number three is there a favorite online online tool you have like evernote no not not really i mean most of my business is uh phone and email so i don't uh yeah, I guess not. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Number four. Number four. Now you said you are married, single. You have one kid, right? Yep. Okay. And, and so you're married. Actually, so, I'm uh, divorced. Divorced. Okay. So yes or no. Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? No. <laughs> How much are you getting? <laughs> Probably around six now. Okay. About six hours of sleep. Okay. Fair enough. And how old are you? 52. Okay. So take us back 32 years. Last question, Mark. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? I wish I had uh, more of a mindset as an entrepreneur. I was in the corporate world back then, and I really didn't know the benefits uh, of being an entrepreneur at that time and the excitement that it would provide in my life and the opportunities it would provide in my life. So I would just want to have that mindset, uh, the entrepreneurial mindset, and study it and pursue uh businesses uh that i could create on my own well well, that makes a lot of sense top tribe there you have it mark gunier from launching and running his father's company processing over 24 million dollars of transaction volume annually to oems and for electronic components taking five percent which nets him about 1.2 million ish per year to launching his own company bridge equity group where he's taking additional other folks money at an eight percent rate and generating about six deals per year where he's making about 100k or 200k or maybe more in some cases per deal mark thank you for taking us to the top thank you very much i appreciate it you bet Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you guys enjoyed Mark today, go back and listen to Nick Sonnenberg from yesterday. 
he traded over a trillion dollars in black pools on Wall Street, quit a seven-figure salary for his new app startup.